morning, and welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Dion Miller in for Cap. I am Jay Hood. Watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without Chicago. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, youtube.com. That way you miss nothing from the ESPN Chicago channel. As we talk to you about the Bears still to come, we'll give you that opportunity for you this hour to have your Super Bowl party paid off. Yes, Lou Malnati's will cater your party. $250 gift card from Lou Malnati's. It's our way of saying thanks for listening to Cap and Jay Hood weekday mornings, 7 to 10. There is a phrase that pays. Once you hear that phrase... From Paula Dean, you make sure that you call her 10, mm-hmm. and we'll hook you up with that gift card from Lou Malnati's. I got to imagine. You don't have to go to the store. You don't oh, have to cook. It's already taken care of the, from Lou Malnati's. That's the dream. What What would you prepare on Super Bowl Sunday other than Lou Malnati's? Well, is there anything else? <laughs> no. Is there anything but if else? But if that wasn't in the equation. That would be chili. Oh, yeah. A really good chili. I mean, you get the same fare that you normally would watching football. There's wings. Mm-hmm. There's a nice spread there with wings. Probably a little barbecue. Probably a little jerk chicken. Oh, okay. Probably instead of just a, the usual kind, I will go to a, an Uncle Joe's in Hyde Park and get that done. Very I've nice. done that before. So just something, uh, maybe maybe a Caribbean fare. Oh, I love Caribbean food. Yeah. We do an annual Super Bowl potluck at the Mighty Seven on S- Super Bowl Mighty, Sunday Mighty because... Seven. Um, well, because the Bears haven't been in it, so I'm there <laughs> on <laughs> right. Super Bowl Sunday. Right. Um, it's arguably our best spread that we do. I mean, it is, you know, but to the surprise of no one hearing this, I always bring the veggie tray. Of course. <laughs> of course I do. But I'm, I'm a buffalo chicken, like, junkie. I, lo- I love that flavoring, so I always make, like, a, or I want to make this year a buffalo chicken dip uh-huh. for this. Is that a thing? That is a thing. Oh, okay. And it's a very good thing. Hmm. I might healthify it. Which my husband's always like, why do you ruin things that way? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Someone's got, well, it starts there with the veggie tray. Right, That's right. how it starts. It does. You start with a veggie tray, you fill it up there, and then you move on to, to the heavier food. Yes. And Just as so long as you got a little color on the side, it can all, it's all very beige, right? Yes. Chicken wings, chicken tenders. Yes. There's nothing wrong it's with that. It's all very beige. It's, no, it's it starts fine. there, and then you work your way and make sure that it, uh, that the grease is there, because grease is the word. Grease, grease is, has always been the word. It's all, that you've heard. And yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because grease has always been the word. Always. So we, we heard from Adam Schefter, and you, you referenced it with Waddle earlier mm-hmm. on Waddle Wednesday, talking about Adam Schefter. He was on Waddle and Sylvie, and they were talking about the compensation that the Bears could get if they were trading Justin Fields. Uh, to be clear... For those that are Justin Fields fans, you know, Dion and I or a lot of people around here are not trying to push Justin Fields out the door. We're just talking about the reality of what we are hearing and what's being reported regarding the Bears trying to upgrade their position at the quarterback spot. So what what if the Bears were to deal the um, number one uh, and then trade that pick or trade Justin Fields for the number one pick in the Washington Commanders? All right, so let's give a listen here to Adam Schefter. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't even know what you guys have discussed as potential compensation, uh, but to me, it's at a minimum of two once. Start there. Minimum. Yeah, because Yurko was, like, throwing at us, like, a third, like, because it's only one spot. We said, screw no, that. that like, that you get matter. the world. Yeah. That the, I don't care that it's one spot. It's It's one spot for one allegedly generational talent. And if he is what people say, and you love him, and you are the Bears and you're giving up the right to go pick this guy for whatever reason, 
then then you're going to be and should be compensated. The trade market? I think it would be limited to a certain extent, but it really doesn't matter if it would be limited because if there were just a couple of teams, and I think there could be, then that's all it takes. So, you know, it doesn't take something where you need 18 teams all vying for services. If there are a couple, and like I said, I think there could be, uh, then then it becomes something that becomes relevant, and we'll see whether or not it happens. Do you believe they would get a second-round pick for Justin Fields? Definitely. Definitely? I, definitely. I, th- I think they might get a one. Really? I do, yeah. Who may be willing to give up that one if you had to spin the wheel and make it stop somewhere? I, well, just look at all the teams that need quarterbacks, put them all on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you, 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 you give me a team quarterback. So there you have it, Dion. It, 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 go, getting back to what we just discussed with Waddle, when you were like, who would be these suitor teams? You really only need one of them to say they're willing to, to, do, to make this move. Sure. And, and we named two and a half, I would say. Denver was kind of like, oh, maybe. But I think like between Pittsburgh and Atlanta, those, those would be the options, I think. I understand that polls holds the cards. When you say it out loud, two number ones for Justin Fields, is he that good? Or is it just that teams would just be desperate and say, you know what, I'll give you the twenty-five, to, the 24 and the 25 first-round picks? I mean, think about that. You think he's that good? Justin or Caleb? J- J- Justin Fields. No, one, one first-round pick for Justin Fields, mm-hmm. not two. One. One and then in the second round? It probably be. I mean, be, it would be know. multiple. It would be multiple picks. It for would be sure. multiple picks for sure. I think it's only sure. multiple if you're not getting a first. Yeah. If you're getting yes. a first, you get you're, one. That's pick. it. You're getting one. Yeah. Can I have one in the in a, in a, a day two pick somewhere uh, down the yeah. line? Yeah, I think you could ask for that. <laughs> yeah, it probably one in like a seventh, six if or seven. That's fine. Yeah, and you got to staple a sixth to Justin Fields. But I think if you're getting a one, that's all you're getting. If you want multiple I'd be picks, with you on that. It's I can't like see a two, two and a right. five. Mm-hmm. Now, when he says number one, you know, a first round draft pick, yeah, I think that's very likely. Um, but I think that there has to be more to it than that. To me, you know, because I hold the cards, I can ask. Yeah. Now, now, again, yes. now, now, what the end result is, who knows? How Wait. desperate is that general manager to want Justin Fields and feel like we can turn him, that we can be able to win with him? That's the question, right? I mean, this is why you have these negotiations. I just think it's it's fascinating. But you don't want to. You also don't want to ask for so much that you're unable to move him if that is your desire, right? Because mm-hmm. then, then it would be then he and Caleb would be on the same roster if you didn't do anything with them, right? True. However, Deion Miller, not sure that Justin Fields will be dealt. Not sure. I'm not sure. Mm. This is through her reporting and sourcing. Right. By the way, Deion Miller reporting. <laughs> No, I never Justin said Fields. that. I said it was just merely my opinion. You Don't mean? gaslight me. Oh, but, you're, but you're being aggregated right now. Oh, there it is. I know. Let's go to the newsroom. Dion Miller with people scurrying behind her in the newsroom, standing by. Move over, Robbie Baseball. We just learned that the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship was not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be aggregated. <laughs> I mean, you want to have that on social media. I'm, I getting, see. I'm getting something that says. <laughs> I'm just telling you that this is what's going to happen. Dion is going to do a live shot on the corner of State and Lake. Okay. And, and they're going to throw it to you, and you're going to nod your head. Mm-hmm. 
That's, ri- that's right, Karen. That's right, Karen. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. That's, that's right. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. KJ's going to throw it to you, and then you're going to nod your head and smile and say, yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, yes, I've heard this. Reporting, Justin Fields staying in Chicago. According I mean, to Dion Miller. I'm not going to say that. No, I'm not going to say that. I've never affirmatively said it. I just said I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I'm not convinced they're parting ways with him. Are you convinced they are? I'm getting, I'm getting there, yeah. Because, again, lay out the scenarios. Are you going to pass up on the draft class twice? The opportunity to get the number one draft pick? I, think, I find it funny, by the way, in revisionist history, that people believe that, well, you know, you passed up on C.J. Stroud. The Bears wouldn't have taken C.J. Stroud. No, they wouldn't have. Uh-uh. That they didn't know he was going to be that good. No, I I am with you on that whole conversation. When people say that they passed up on C.J. Stroud, no, they didn't. That was never in their in their cards. They were never looking that direction last year. I'm not closing the casket on the on the Carolina quarterback either. But I'm just saying that that that's not what the Bears would have done. No, it, it isn't. It'd, it'd been nice to know. It'd been like, hey, you know what? The Bears got C.J. Stroud, and then C.J. Stroud with this team. Who knows? All I know is that. He was able to flourish in Houston, and that was a great story in the uh, NFL postseason. But, I mean, I just don't see the Bears doing this twice. Unless, no, you, unless, unless you feel like there's another act in Justin Fields' game. I haven't asked you that. Do you think that there's another level that we haven't seen? Still a young quarterback. I have, I have always... Now, now, this does not indicate what I, what I think will happen. Based on what I've heard oh. from the... Let me just say this. Based on what I've heard from the Bears, I have not heard that they are moving on from Justin or that they are they're they're closing the chapter on what they can do with him. I've not heard that. But I also don't know if they so so you you think that there is I think there is more to Justin, but we've gotten to the end of year 2, year 3 and we still have the same questions. That's your answer. That's your answer. That's why that's why I don't understand why we're dragging our feet through all of this. If they still have questions, that's your answer. Only if you believe the Bears would be able to get a second round pick. Definitely, I think I think they might get a one. How about that? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Our phone number: Derek in Brooklyn, New York. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Derek, good morning. Yo, good morning, cat. Hey, I mean, cat hoodie. Dion, good morning. What good up, morning. Good morning, man. I, I, I usually uh. What up, <laughs> I usually <laughs> I usually talk fast and try to get off, but I, I got a few things I want to say, so I'm gonna just say it. Listen. Hmm. The Bears, long-time history franchise. Mediocre, 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 mediocre. We draft this dude, Trubisky, four years of this crap, he's out of here. Now, Justin, he comes in, two different offensive coordinators in the last three years. It's time for this man to go. I say that for a couple of reasons. He needs a change of scenery. He doesn't deserve to go through learning another offense. With, 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 a, with a new offensive staff. We need change. We need to upgrade. It's not about kicking him away like you said earlier. It's not about that. But we need upgrade. And with this pick being two, the second year in a row having, we cannot overlook this, and we have to draft Caleb. I am willing to deal with the growing pains and deal with the miscues of a rookie quarterback learning with a new offensive staff. And another thing, I'm going to say this. You got these people calling with these crazy takes. Oh, let's trade the number one pick, and then when we trade that pick, trade another pick to get all this. Why trade and all these picks to put all this talent around Justin? I think the bigger crapshoot is to do it that way, and then Justin still plays the same way with all this upgraded talent around him. 
So I'd rather take the crapshoot of drafting Caleb and taking my growing pains with him, knowing that his talent is upside is, is greater than what Justin's is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just kills me with all these with these different takes with these so-called Bears fans calling. They say they claim they want to be a, a better Bears team, but yet you want to keep the same talent around when you can upgrade the talent. So why not upgrade the talent when you have the opportunity to upgrade the cat? And one more last thing, one more last thing. If Caleb is a competitor, like all these so-called experts is saying that he is, right, would you want to come to a team like Chicago to compete and to show that you're going to bring this franchise up to the upper echelon of the Chiefs and the San Francisco's and the, and the Rams and all this? Listen, man, I love you guys. I love, man, I love Chicago, man, but... I just hate all these crazy takes that's going on. Dion, Cat, oh, oh God, hoodie, don't kill me, man. I love you too, bro. <laughs> Have a great day. I'm always listening. Go Bears, bear down. Later, y'all. I'm out, man. Derek with the mic drop at the end. Almost stuck the landing. He doesn't know who he's talking to. He's just telling <laughs> He's fired up. He's, it's, just, he's fine. He's, he's just fine. passionate about the Bears. Thank he's you preaching. for the call. Thank you very much for I, preaching. I don't, he did. He took us to church. Mm, I, mm, mm. Amen. 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 Wow. I I do like what he's saying, though, about some Bears fans who are like, don't, or Justin Fields fans, I guess that's a better way to put it, who don't want him to go anywhere. And they're not understanding what could happen if the Bears move on from him and open the door for Caleb Williams to come. So you could be able to catch Dion's commentary when she's on ABC7. <laughs> you know what? Just do what they do in the movies. There's a prompter in front of you. You've already written yours. You know what? Never mind. Lower that thing. Here are my (laughs) thoughts on you. Could you imagine? You you write your name in in the font. Dion Miller is written down the bottom of the screen. Yes, in my lower third. There's nothing going on in Chicago besides Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Let me tell you what I think. Yeah. Let's do that for two and a half minutes. That would not go over well. Karen, back to you. Okay. Oh, sweet KJ. She wouldn't know what to do. Oh, okay. And we're moving uh, on. <laughs> that's pretty strong. Thank you. There's a fire on the south side. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Your calls of the potential of trading fields <laughs> for a first-round pick still to come. Bulls fans, were you there at the United Center? Dion and I, we were watching the Bulls in that victory against Minnesota. We'll talk about them uh, and their future as well. All part of the mix. Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. I want to thank both you guys, man, for the great season of Bears information. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys and I love the show. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with Dion Miller in for Cap. I am Jay Hood. Here's hoping that you're going to have a great Wednesday, a waddle Wednesday here on Captain Jay Hood. <laughs> We're with you until 10. Then Mike Greenberg stops in at 10 o'clock, followed by... Carmen Yurko, 12 to 3. Waddle and Sylvie, 2.30 to 6.30 as they crosstalk with the guys, 2.30 to 3. It's always a great conversation. And today, while you're listening for the, uh, whatever it is, the call to action to call in for your $250 Lou Malnati's gift card, there's no reason to go away from ESPN 1000 or the app. That's because exactly right. it's all us all afternoon, noon to 6. Then we've got, then we've got Black and Abdallah. And then Northwestern Nebraska. Yes, it's a, we do. It's Dave Bennett. Uh, love Dave. No, let's be real, though. This is a big game for the Cats. I'm like, 
I'm so all in with them being su- successful again this season, and it's been impressive to watch. So you get that, that coverage coming up at 745 right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. 312-332-3776. is correct. When you hear that phrase that pays from Paula Dean, we ask you to call uh, line 10, 312-332-3776. We'll hook you up. It's our way of saying thanks for listening. $250 gift card from Lou Melnati's, which is awesome. All right, we're talking bears with you. To the phone lines we go, Eddie on the north side on ESPN 1000. Eddie, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. So, um... Hey, the way I look at it, I mean, if the, if the San Francisco 49ers win the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy's the MVP. I mean, as long as Kittle has a good game, it, 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 that's, there's no question about it. He, he's, he's the one that's going to have to do it for them uh, to win the Super Bowl. So he, 99.5, I think he'll, he'll be a Super Bowl MVP. On the other note is, like with uh, Justin Fields, other teams are trying to do the exact same thing the Bears are. It's just start all over and everything. I don't think there's so much, all these teams that people are saying that want Justin Fields because they're in the, stuck in the same situation as a project as, as they were in before. So they're trying to do what the Bears are doing. So I don't know if there's that much, you know, what calling out for Justin Fields on other teams. And that might be a problem for the Bears. I mean, what do you do if you draft even Caleb Williams or another guy? Do you just, like, let him go then if, 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 you, don't, if you don't get no calling for him at all? Someone will call. You know Someone there's always call. a desperate yeah. GM. Yeah, they will, but, yeah. you know, you would think something would have happened already. You know, it, 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 you know if you're going to do it, you've got to do it sooner than later. At least that's my thoughts on it. Eddie, do you have a bookie? Uh, no. I'm on the, the ESPN one in Rivers. Okay, because I just want to know whether or not you already got your bet down for Purdy as MVP. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to look at it. I, I, I really think if San Francisco wins, Purdy's going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. He, he, if he has a good game, well, usually the quarterbacks are always yeah, in, you know? you're right. No shot. It'll I just think like, it'd be more Christian McCaffrey or, right? It'll be oh. like when the Rams won and Cup was MVP. Yeah. It'll be mm-hmm. Debo or Ayuk or McCaffrey or whatever skill position player. It won't be Purdy. All right, Eddie, we appreciate the phone call. He leaves line open, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. He has to have an immaculate game. I mean. To, to be able to be. To, and, it's, again, that's no shot at him. I'm just saying that his weapons stand out even more so than Purdy does for me. Kittle. Of course, of course, of course. They've played two playoff games. He really hasn't been the reason they've won either of them. He had the nice drive against Green Bay, but like against the Lions, McCaffrey. McCaffrey against Green Bay, the big run that got them back in the spot that they needed to be. Like, I don't think Purdy's been the reason they won either of these games. It's Mm -hmm. all right. I mean, listen, you know, as long as he's not turning the ball over, Shea, as long as he's not making egregious mistakes, he's out there. His weapons are elite. Now, his weapons are better than him. That's not a shot at Purdy because he's still a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that for, for him, he's got to be thanking his lucky stars. I've got a, such a cast around me and a really good head coach that can help me through this. Not saying like that he's the last in the depth chart or struggling. He's just, I mean, is it, what we see is some good second halves from him, so, you know, especially in the fourth quarter. Hey, man, game's on the line. They're still in it, and Purdy's driving them, and he's got shorthanded weapons. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. It ain't, hey, it's not Mahomes. That's the tip of the spear. But for Purdy, just don't turn it over. Nickel and dime it down the field. Keep it moving. I'm not saying he's sewer trash. I just think it's more likely his team and play caller elevate him than that he elevates others. Yeah, correct. As a young, correct. Quarter, as a young quarterback that's not elite, Shay, that's what you expect, that, right? Yes. 
Is yeah, that, is he's that, doing is, what's being asked of him. Like, yeah. you know, like when you list your tiers, like Purdy's not on the top of that tier, not even in the middle. But you know what? He can grow into it. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. You know, so as we go to the south side, Prince is on ESPN 1000. Uh, I'm sorry. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> sucked the landing, didn't he? I need oh. everybody, awesome. everybody to take a deep, cleansing breath. There's no way in football Valhalla that Justin Fields garners two, two number one draft picks. There's no way. He's not a pro bowler. He doesn't have any wins. He doesn't have anything other than some highlights. If the Raiders don't set the tone, he might go for as low as a third. Because if the Raiders don't come in needing the quarterback and make an offer, with Getsy already there, it's going to mess up his. It's going to mess up the whole thing. Prince, you know what that looks like, right? Luke Getsy's already in his office in Vegas, and they're going to bring a quarterback in. Hey, we got someone for you. You can work with Luke. And, he come, and then here comes Justin Fields through the door, and then and then Luke Getsy goes. Exactly. No. no. That's that can't happen. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not going to happen. Getsy's already. He's already had that conversation. They're, they're going to make an offer. They're going to make an offer no matter what because they have the answer to their fan base. I took the Raiders off that list. Yeah, I don't think that they're on the list. Still, as, as, soon as, as soon as Getsy got the job, there's that just no it. way. Could yeah, you imagine? No. I got fired because of you. Right. No. They're not. They're not a package deal. Moving on together, like they. They aren't going to be like out. Like the issue wasn't us, you guys. That's not like what's. That's not real life. That's not real life. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Uh, B is in Oak Park on ESPN one thousand. Hey B. Hey guys. Hey. I, I, so I want to fast forward to next year, right? We got a five eleven starting all world quarterback who you know is a rookie. We got Jameis Winston backing him up. And we're 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 five and whatever, you know. And we're we're getting rid of we're we're in a position to get rid of Getsy, right? What what or Eberflus? Sorry about that. You know what 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 do, what do we do then? What who, who what quarterback is five eleven? Who are you talking about? Well, well, this guy that we're looking to draft, Caleb, one, Caleb, he, Caleb Williams is six feet. No, Caleb Williams is six one. On paper, six one, right? But but realistically, right? Maybe five eleven and a half. We'll give him that. Have, have you hey. measured him? Let me see your tape. You've measured him. You know his <laughs> height and weight. What's wrong? With, what are you a they, tailor? They, we, we'll see. We'll see during the combine. But definitely, we're we're not looking at a six one quarterback. What, why not? Why aren't we looking at one? What is your TV small? How do you know he's not six one? Uh, we we know historically. We know historically that that on paper guys are always taller. Than what they actually, uh, what they actually measure. He's not five eleven, but go ahead. Yeah, now, hey, now, I, now, let me, I, let me I just, just say this: what that, what that what that world looks like in the future next uh, ne- next year when we got a guy who you know is throwing twenty interceptions. We got uh, some random backup. Uh, we, we're, we're calling for to to play instead of this guy. You know, where, where's the development? Where, you know, how do we get past what we did with Trubisky? You know, that's going to happen, right? I mean, if if history tells us anything, right? <laughs> you know, we're 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 going to be in the same position. Well, here's the thing: I would not cast aspersions on Caleb Williams saying he's short. If you don't think he has the ability, just say so. You calling a man short? That's what you just did there. Uh, I, I love the ability. I just I'm just not I'm not loving the the opportunity for the Bears to be in the same position we've been in for the past three quarterbacks. That's that's. 
And that, that's all I wanted to say. Would you Would you prefer Justin Fields start next year? I prefer to have a guy who we develop behind maybe a Justin Fields or someone who's proven that then gives us the opportunity to to develop a uh, a, a potential superstar quarterback. Like I don't think that every quarterback is made to come and start day one. It just it just isn't. We 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 see this time and time again. It's just not something that. Uh, you know that's favorable, especially for an organization like the Bears. Would you prefer to, uh, Would you prefer Bajan to be the quarterback for the Bears? Because that's that's they're trying to mold and shape him. <laughs> would you prefer that? No, no I, I love to keep Justin. Maybe draft the guy at number one. Let him sit, which we know won't happen. But let him sit maybe a year or two. Give him some opportunity to learn the game, learn the system. Maybe keep the coach around and then be in position to be uh, staring at a, 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 at least a playoff run in the next year, year and a half. You, you know what you just laid out, the plan for the Bears. That's what you just laid out. You, you, you talk about molding and shaping and <laughs> developing a quarterback. That's who Caleb Williams is. Now, as again, as much as I would love to tell you right now for sure, Caleb Williams is starting quarterback and the Bears are going to flourish. Right, away. I can't even tell you that. No. Because that's also predicated on the weapons around him and also the relationship that he has with the offensive coordinator and staff. Now, again, as a college football fan, I know Caleb Williams is a terrific quarterback on that level. Mm -hmm. But, again, that takes time. As much as I could tell you that for sure the Bears are going to soar right to the top past Green Bay and past Detroit in the north, I can't tell you that. No. But if you're looking for development of a quarterback, while Caleb Williams is in the chair, he will be the developing quarterback you're talking about. You, you know, don't cut the man down uh, two or three inches just to make your point. He can... Shit, he called him 5'10", 5'11". Right. He ain't 5'11". I also love that historically the day one starter it doesn't work. The same year we watched a rookie quarterback lead a three-win team to a division title and a playoff win. Yikes. There's that, there's I that. liked the buzzing noise from Jay Moore. Yeah, because it was B. He was buzzing, buzzing it around. It took me a minute, and then I just started chuckling to myself. It's like, Get what is here. that noise? Get out of here. Get out of here. Damn yellow jackets. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. And by the way, are you one of those that run away, runs away from a bee? I yeah. I I mean, I'm not sticking around. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you let the bee just go. go you know, does it just buzz? I past try you? to remain calm. Yes. My children freak out, and I'm like, just relax. It'll go away. There are people I know that will run a mile away from a bee. Wow. Run a mile. Just because <laughs> they don't want, they feel like they're going to get stung. Oh my. You and I saw a terrific Bulls game last night. If you're at the United Center, we'd love for you to jump in with us. Bulls beat the Timberwolves. But what does that mean for the future of the Bulls? Is that good time, the last good time we're going to have with this roster? We'll talk about it coming up next. Cap and Jay Hill with Dion Miller in for Cap on ESPN 1000 on YouTube. Here's today's headline with Cap and Jay Hood. The Bulls picked up a huge overtime win over the Minnesota Timberwolves at the United Center last night, despite trailing 69-47 to at halftime. DeMar DeRozan and Kobe White each ended up scoring 33 points. Kobe White had 30 of his 33 all in the second half. Vucevic dropped in 24 for a much-needed victory. Now they wait for the looming NBA trade deadline, which is tomorrow. Multiple Bulls could be on the move, including Andre Drummond, DeRozan, or Alex Caruso, as the Bulls have reportedly told teams Kobe White is the lone untouchable player on the roster. I would never have thought we'd be saying that a couple years ago, but okay. Uh, the Blackhawks back in action tonight after a really, really long All-Star break. 
I think they've been off for 10 days. Uh, they'll take on the Minnesota Wild at the UC tonight. Puck drop is set for 8.30 p.m. And Jim Harbaugh is officially adding to his Chargers staff, hiring his defensive coordinator for Michigan, Jesse Minter, also looking to add his San Francisco 49, his former San Francisco offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. Surprise, surprise. Cap and Jay Hood are back. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Tune in. Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Dion Miller is in for Cap <laughs> with you till 10 o'clock, and then Greeny will step in. By the way, congratulations. A man who loves rubbing and touching his meat is Ryan in Bolingbrook. Ryan has got his whole Super Bowl party taken care of. Thanks to Lou Malnati's and a $250 gift card. He was caller 10, and he checked in. And so, Ryan and Bolingbrook, congratulations, and thanks for listening to Cap and Jay Hood. Weekday morning, 7 to 10, here on ESPN 1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app. You and I were able to see a terrific basketball game on the west side. The Bulls defeated the Timberwolves 129-123 to 123 in overtime. Dion, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. The reason why that I was so locked in this game is because the Bulls are down 22, 23 points at one point. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, Here we again. go again. Yeah, and, but it, but then expected because Minnesota has played terrific basketball all season. I think there's still some undiscipline with them. Every now and then they get it done with talent. Carl Anthony Towns, Conley mm-hmm. Edwards. They, you know they've got some really good players. Gobert. I didn't think that the two bigs would work with Gobert and Towns at the same time. Two centers. We haven't seen that in a long time. The two bigs on the floor at the same time. They have different skill sets. But just to see the Bulls, and the reason why they resonate with me so much is because they stuck with it. Mm-hmm. It starts with a guy like like Kobe White. Kobe White has to be, has to be, like, like most improved player in the league. It's not comeback. Has, has to be. It's, it's, it, but it definitely has to be a, a player that... He had 33 points. This is the fifth. Career 30, high for him, right? Yeah, it's the fifth time that he's had 30 or more points. Kobe White, a guy that was a cast-off, a guy that was kind of like in the middle of the bench. Mm-hmm. And they, and he they, sure was. They had to apply him because, you know, Lonzo Ball wasn't coming back. I'm so happy for Kobe because I love when you have a player that says, oh, you don't believe in me? You don't think I can get it done? Oh, right. Let me show you. Mm-hmm. And look what he's done. Yeah. It's been it's been remarkable to watch and and kind of see him growing up and just the the mental psychology of that of playing that of being that role player in in the second unit and he was I remember there was a whole portion of I think it was last season where they talked about how valuable he is being point guard for the guys coming off the bench right yes. and now he's become someone they need to rely on and he stepped up to the plate 7 for 13 from 3 for Kobe White I just I'm so impressed by him being able to tell people, you know what, Levine's out. I'm going to step in, and right. this, and you expect him to knock down big shots. Now that's the right. whole thing when he when he's out there. So Vucevic gives you his usual double figures offensively. DeRozan with 33 points and five assists. Drummond in the middle, and Drummond. Let's talk about trade assets. Drummond 16.16 rebounds. Caruso does what Caruso does. People may not be impressed with the six assists and the two steals and the nine rebounds and three points, but Caruso was so clutch on the floor. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in plus minus in basketball. When I see the box scores, I think that's a hockey thing. But plus 19 really illustrates how important, how, how important. vital he was yeah. on the floor. Especially when it's not 
it's not the like stat line that we read, you know, on the news or when we talk about the highlights. It's not the points and the rebounds and all that stuff. It's just the effectiveness he has when he's out on the floor. And honestly, when I when I woke up and I was like looking at everything that happened last night and I saw what Andre Drummond was able to do, I thought, yeah, that's probably his last game in a Bulls uniform. If they do anything, that probably is it I in mean, my brain. I mean, that's I was so excited about watching that game, especially the the finish of that. DeRozan marched to the foul line time and time again, 17 for 18 from the foul line. But my, in the back of my mind, after watching that game, I'm like, I'm geeked. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, that was a hell of a victory. Yeah, they're 24 and 27, but that was a game. And I love the fans at the United Center that was in full throat cheering this Bulls team on to push them through to overtime in that victory against, again, an upper echelon, top shelf I, team in the league. They have 35 wins. They're a good team. But that now, was a good win for the Bulls. But now, Dion. Yes. There's the other side. Okay. As, as the voice drops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. we're getting serious. Yeah, yes. I'm excited about the Bulls, but then. But then. <laughs> right? Scene uh, change. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, seriously, because here we are at the trade deadline. And I think that Michael Reinsdorf, I'm sure, looked at that and said, boy, look at this electricity in the house. And people are excited about the victory. You know, Vucevic saying we have enough. Let me just tell you, you have to pick a lane if you're the Bulls. Standing mm-hmm. still is not a lane. You have to be able to do this. As a matter of fact, I have not made a call today. I've got no information today. I did last week regarding the Bulls from NBA insiders that say that, you know, Caruso and Drummond and DeRozan in particular are keys to a team, you know, kind of, kind of like extras to a, a championship team or a contending team that teams would want. Mm-hmm. Those three, yeah. Caruso. Drummond and DeRozan. I mean, Kobe White, I mean, as you mentioned in the headlines, you know, maybe untouchable, maybe not. I'm just saying that Caruso would, I mean, LeBron would kill for Alex Caruso right now. Mm-hmm. As just, as, oh, my gosh. Just, yes. just, just to, hey, man, I don't need you to score. Just do everything else. Yes. And he's that Swiss Army knife that can do a lot of different things. Yep. So then there's DeRozan. Okay. Contract's up at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So what, what is he here for if you're not going to be in the playoffs? You cannot mm-hmm. face the top six teams in the East, seven teams in the East, and think that you can come out of the first round. You just can't do it. No. And I'm not trying to pour water on the Bulls. It's just that this league is about difference-making superstars and multiple superstars. Right. You don't get these try-hard teams like Tibbs teams where mm-hmm. they just you were able to just get it done with tongue depressors and Elmer's glue and just stick it together and just try to make something out of nothing. No, no, no. No, you can't you can't play the game like that anymore. You can't. You know what? I don't and I don't like the play-in situation. I you know why I don't like it? Because it gives you a false sense of that you're actually competing among the best teams in the league and you're not. So for the Bulls to squeak into the play-in again, it it just feels like like lukewarm like it's fine we're fine it's fine and what did we say earlier in the show we hate fine we hate fine we hate fine we like excellence yes we want home runs and that's you know look at the bulls and then look at the celtics look at the bulls and look at the Cavs. they're not even playing the same game knicks are better teams 76ers even without Embiid right now pacers are better ball club no, or you know, mm-hmm. and then the Heat are middling. I'm not very overly impressed with them. Orlando still a young and up and coming team trying to figure it out. And then again, the Bulls might be in that top ten. But the point is, though, is in you take a look at the top six that includes the Pacers. That's the problem. Like you still need difference makers. I, I mean, I love what I saw and have seen with Kobe White. Mm-hmm. I seen. I, I love the Bulls without Zach Levine because we've seen a lot yeah, of that this year. We've seen a lot of it, and they found success. But Dion, it's just not enough. I, at the deadline, if the Bulls are not making significant moves, and and by the way, Shay, when we talk about significant moves, 
what I'm saying is, is that like you have to decide if you can be able to get young assets back. This is going to be a lousy draft coming up. And I understand when Billy Donovan says, I just don't want bodies for bodies. But you have to find a way to improve. This is, it, you, and again, it won't be overnight. Mm-hmm. This is who they are. This is who the Bulls are right now. Exciting in some spots. They've had some good games. But you know that there's a ceiling. I mean, and a short ceiling on their success. Yes. So that, that's the whole problem with it. All right. Coming up, we have the Cap and J-Hood cut of the day. But as I said... I really love the Bulls and their victory. It was, it, was, it was great. I loved that game yesterday. All right, Cap and J Hood cut of the day right around the corner on ESPN 1000. Welcome back to Cap and J Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap and J Hood with Dion Miller in for Cap here on ESPN 1000. And streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Now time for the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day. Brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. You talk about the top of the top. We always talk about the top shelf around here. There's nothing better than Chicago Cut Steakhouse, downtown Chicago. Ask for David Flom. They will take care of you. Bring your family. Bring your clients. Bring yourself to Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Here's Jay Moore. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Right. A young lady in Dubai getting into an Uber, but there was no driver. That's insane. Now, again, I saw this on 60 Minutes, Dion, about Mm -hmm. a year ago, where they did a special on truck drivers with no driver. Like, the load is is already taken care of. That sounds so incredibly dangerous. But no truck driver behind the wheel. So would you get into right. a, a, would you get into a, an Uber or a Lyft with no driver? Yeah, I mean, even if you can get the same type of car, and I still will just lean in and say, um, "Pick up for hood." Or, like, <laughs> right. Like, at least, and the guy will respond. Right. He was just right. like, "Yeah, Jonathan." Right. Like, yep. Which you have it like Kit from uh, Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> get in, Michael. Now they, they, but they built a friendship over the years. Like they knew they were gonna, it was going to be okay. Because that was normal. What? Right. Come on. Gosh, I loved that show. I, mean, I want you to think about that, though, right? They, yeah. Anyway, At the time, ahead. how innovative it was that, right? You have Very. a talking car. You're talking into your into your watch. Now we do that. It's your best friend. Michael, so, be all careful. all this to say, Michael, David Hasselhoff was ahead of the curve. Michael, be careful. There's road construction up, up ahead. <laughs> Thank you, kid. I know that. Michael, what's the matter? What's wrong, kid? You're not talking to me now? I'm putting you on ignore. I'm putting you on timeout. Do not disturb. How are you not talking to me, kid? I need your help. And they used to fight with they one did. another. They did. They argued. They were, Yeah. Come on. It's an interesting dynamic now that you think about it. You're arguing <laughs> with your own car. Well, wouldn't you do that if you had a driverless Uber? You'd be like, why are you going this way? <laughs> Who it's said this I was the best to. route? <laughs> You're getting on the Edens. It's 5 o'clock. What are you doing? <laughs> I need to get gas, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, who's going to fill it up? Oh, I mean, there's no gosh. driver to fill it up. Right. <laughs> you. Yeah, could you imagine? I'm in the Uber and I've got to be the one to fill up the no. gas. The car tell I need gas. Get your ass out and fill me up. Wait a minute. And get home, folks. The Cap and J Hood Cut of the Day brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse, <laughs> downtown Chicago. Imagine. Now I want Shay to be the voice. That yeah. Tells me yeah, because it's demanding. 
And, and you know what? It, it, there's a sense of urgency there. Uh, there is, yes. Which you I, should be a voice on Waze. I use Waze all the time. I would, I would listen to what you were saying. I'd be like, all right, stop yelling at me. All right, I'll go. <laughs> I hate that. I, gotta, I mute it. Whenever I'm using Waze, I turn the sound off. I don't need you telling me to turn. Yeah, I do that too. And then I miss the turn. <laughs> so yes. I can't do that. Yes. It's either that or it's very, very low. Either yeah, I turned off. It's if, really I, low, if I know yeah. I'm going, that's fine. But if it's on, it's like it's going to be very, very low because I don't want that always interrupting the music or the sports radio I'm listening to in right. the car. Right. Because right. it just interrupts you every oh, five minutes. I hate minutes. it. If I'm listening to something and then she comes on and she's like, up here, turn left or whatever. Yeah. You get tired of that. Tired same. Sure. Same. And finally, here on ABC 7 Eyewitness <laughs> News, a kicker story. Pizza, Pizza Hut is offering customers a new Valentine's Day option. A goodbye pizza. If you want to break up with your significant other, you can send a pizza to them with a note saying, it's over. How mad would you be if you got dumped this way? That's like, hey, it's over. Eat Here's your feelings. Here, now eat your feelings. Yes. Does the pizza go in the face? <laughs> Everything, everything's a gong show it to pops him. pops into your face. Everything's like, a gong show. He's Chuck, he's Chuck Paris. Sucker. There he is. There he is. Da, 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 How da. would you feel about that? Disappointed. I mean, how long have you been together? There's a lot of questions here. Like, as a, with, like a breakup pizza? It's Am I supposed to feel better? It says, oh no, it does. It says, that's what it says, right? Breakup yeah. or. Break yeah, up it's pizza. a goodbye pie. Yeah. Goodbye pie. Yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> Each, I would love that. Get over it immediately. Eat your feelings. <laughs> this would be an empty pizza box. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is our what our relationship has been the last six months. Here you go, empty pizza box, and so long, everybody. You've been a crumb because there's only crumbs left. Oh my word! It what should that? come with like a small bag or something that you can put like pictures of each other and get rid of all of your stuff all at once and sure. throw it all out with the bad put, put it in the goodbye pie put it in the goodbye pie the only reason that this is an idea is because someone's actually done it mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all i can think of. I, i'm telling you you could either dump me in person and leave me with nothing but heartbreak or you could dump me via pizza delivery and i get a pizza i feel like oh, you feel like you're winning, winning a little situation. bit in that situation. yeah it's a profit i got emotional you. profit what if on Valentine's Day that is accidentally delivered to someone and oh, it wasn't supposed that to That very well could happen. You know, for a guy like me, though, Dion, <laughs> I would get the pizza. She would offer me the pizza and I'd say, you know what? Let's come in for a second. Let's talk about this. <laughs> you think she's delivering it? Oh, before? absolutely. Oh, absolutely. To I thought, me, absolutely. I thought Pizza Hut was delivering no, it. No, no, no. She would deliver it and then we'd come in and we'd have a little... Uh... Oh, brother. <laughs> And then I'll send her out with the box. Goodbye, everybody. That's how you we do that. We were just talking about pizza. How did we get here? Like, what is happening? <laughs> All pies lead somewhere. Apparently. That's what I've always said. We thank you for leaving. Children. Children. We thank you for listening. Get it together. And being part of the program here on Cap and J Hood. Dion will light another three candles at the church as she leaves us. Thank you, Shane. Thoughts and prayers. Thank you, Jay Moore. Tomorrow, I'll be with Sylvie, right, Tyler? <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow on a Deal Breakers Thursday. So long, everybody. From Chicago.